I don't know about you guys, but I am one of those people where every year on Daylight Savings, having that extra hour of light in the evening just like completely transforms my mood. I feel like I am not me when it gets dark at 4 p.m. And obviously the flip side of that is that first morning after springing forward can be rough. So I want to tell you about something that can make it so much easier, so much more enjoyable. It's called Hatch. And Hatch can help you choose sleep, prioritize healthy habits, and then also make the time change transition seamless and enjoyable. So the Hatch Restore helps you build sleep habits that make your unwind and wake routines simple and enjoyable. So a phone-free bedtime, no matter what time of year it is, which again, is really a habit I'm trying to change this year, and this has very much helped it. And then with the Hatch Plus subscription, you can access the latest routine-building features like Cue to Unwind, which signals you that it's time for bed, and Pillow Talk, which is kind of like your favorite shows or socials without the screen to keep you up. For me, that's like such a wonderful feature because it helps me unwind, but not in a way that feels unnatural. It's kind of like the benefit I get from scrolling my phone without scrolling my phone. And then waking up in the morning is just so much more peaceful. Like I don't think it's good to wake up to that jarring alarm sound. So to have kind of an easy wake up, I've just really enjoyed my morning so much more. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off your purchase of the Hatch Restore and free shipping at hatch.co slash CBC. Visit hatch.co slash CBC to get $20 off and free shipping. Hatch.co slash CBC. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And welcome back to another episode of Jewel. Hi, Em. I just want to start out by saying, I know recently we've been having this conversation about how Simply put, we just wish celebrities would be down to fuck around a little bit more. And I know it initially arose after the Harry Styles Emrata street makeout. We were saying that type of thing. It's just harmless fun. People are down to be a little bit more messy. But it also extended into social media use and commenting. And I remember us referencing, you know, the early days of Ariana and Pete and feeling like that type of rogueness will just never occur again. And I'm happy to report that in the last few weeks, it feels like that has kind of come back, not to that same extent, but if you look at what we're talking about today, we pretty much have a comment that ties back to every single one of those, whether it's Jeremy Allen White commenting, wow, on the video of Alexa Demi, or Octavia Spencer commenting, extortion is illegal on the page six report that said, Britney's ex-husband is threatening to release, quote, extraordinarily embarrassing info if the prenup is not renegotiated or J-Lo commenting savage on the Kiki Palmer Usher music video. Like the fact that we can have a comment tie in to most of the things we're talking about here to me signifies something promising. Right. And I think for us, it's like we obviously pay such close attention to the comments and the patterns of them and the way they've changed over time. And it's something that we are just so, 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 so attuned to. But I think the reason that a Jeremy Allen White wow comment on not a video that Alexa Demi posted on someone's video of Alexa Demi's Calvin Klein campaign hits so hard is because it feels like you unearth something that you weren't supposed to see. And I think that the real heart of our account and the reason that we love it is because comments still give us that same feeling sometimes. Like a lot of the times we know that a comment can be purposeful or we know that it can be planted or we know that it can be a direct response to something. But there's also times where it can be really organic and really natural and really funny. And it just, I think that the idea and the concept of seeing the way that celebrities interact with one another, it just doesn't get old to me. It still feels special to me. Well, I remember you and I having a conversation maybe a year or two ago, honestly, not on the podcast. I don't think, I think it was just us talking. And I I said to you like, 
you think this is ever going to get old? Like, you think that we ever won't be as excited by this? It was after some huge comment happened. And you were like, I, I just don't think so. Like, I can't say never, but I just can't envision that happening. And I'm happy to report that two years later, or however long it's been, it, it certainly has not gotten any less exciting to me. When we find something that I feel like wasn't so obviously put there purposefully and it was just kind of existing. And I'm not saying that Jeremy Allen White is representative of that because he's been very PR heavy recently and it certainly could be in that same vein. So I don't, I don't, not using this as an example, but I am just telling you it has not gone old for me. And I really would like to believe that it won't. But you know what it is with the Jeremy Allen White PR heavy thing is like, yeah, we've seen him of course have these paparazzi shots and we've seen him making out with people and like we said, he's kind of the it boy of Hollywood right now. And so it makes sense for him to do that. But I think that's something that we've noticed a lot with comments that feel very PR in nature is that they're directly responding to a product or they're directly responding to a scandal or they're directly responding to something where you can look at that and say, here's the direct link of what this comment is supposed to do. The thing with the Jeremy Allen White wow is that even if he went into that comment saying, you know what will create a little drama on the internet, me commenting wow on this, like it's still a stretch. You know what I mean? It's still a little bit far-fetched from the typical PR angle. It's not as calculated as calling the paparazzi on yourself. And even with something like a wow, to me, I don't know. It, it, it doesn't have that feeling of somebody who sat down and was like, what will create a little drama today? It has the feeling of somebody who saw a video come across their screen and just commented kind of without thinking, maybe knowing that because they're a celebrity and because they're so of the moment right now that everyone will pick it up, but kind of just not caring. And that to me is like the best kind of content you get. To me, I'm looking at that comment and there's no part of me that's going, oh, wow, he put a lot of thought into that. To me, it's like, oh, he put no thought into that. And that's what I love about it. Well, right. And especially because of the fact that she's not even single. She's been dating her current boyfriend since 2017. So the way that I view this, whether it was intended to be viewed like this or not, is Jeremy Allen White scrolling through his feed, stopping at this Calvin Klein campaign of Alexa Demi, saying to himself, wow, which was the same reaction pretty much all of us had, and then just taking the extra step of commenting that. Like to me, it's as simple as that, whether or not it was meant to be something much larger than it was, because of course this comment did spark many headlines. And that is the reality I'm choosing to exist in. And it's a lot of fun. It's the most amount of fun. It still is the most amount of fun to me. And it's funny because I feel like we've been really struggling with what our TikTok presence is going to be. And it's something that we definitely have been navigating and trying to figure out for a while. And I think something that we've been struggling with is how to have a TikTok presence when we don't have a front-facing presence on social media. And a thought that I really had recently, and maybe it was because of this week and seeing a surge of comments and really good comments that we were excited about, is that what we love about the account and what we loved about the account when we first made it can still exist on TikTok. It just has to exist in video format. And so I've really gotten, I feel like, in touch with this idea. And we spoke about this like briefly because I, I kind of had this realization over the weekend, I feel like, which is like, it doesn't have to be this brand new concept of how to create content on TikTok. We can take the same content that we love on Instagram and have it exist on TikTok also in a video format. Even, for example, Andy Cohen posting a video of him talking to Ben about eating chips at seven o'clock in the morning and both John Mayer and Khloe Kardashian comment. And we put that up and you're looking at those names. It's like, okay, we have Andy Cohen, John Mayer, Khloe Kardashian here. It's like, what are the three of you doing together? Like how do the three of you connect? And yet they do in the comment section. Right. Well, sometimes it can have that effect of like, wait, 
what are you guys all doing hanging out here? But also, and this is one of my favorites, a celebrity comment can elicit the reaction from us of like, oh, you were tuned into that as well. And a prime example of that is the JLo comment from this week, which is one of the first thing we were going to talk about anyway, where Kiki Palmer is starring in Usher's music video for the song Boyfriend. And as we all know, back in July, she's at the Usher concert. She's being serenaded by him to the song, There Goes My Baby. And later that night, the video gets posted and her then boyfriend, the father of her child, tweets that video and writes, it's the outfit though, dot, 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 you a mom. Which at the time, when we talked about that on the podcast, it was something that went very viral. We knew that she had broken up with him after that, but she had never really spoken on it. And so then last week, it comes out that she is starring in Usher's music video to the song Boyfriend, where the entire thing is her having this kind of wild girl's night out. And at the end, you see her wake up, realize the whole thing was a dream. She's looking at her phone. She's kind of so disoriented waking up. She's like, I'm so tired. And then she looks directly at the camera and says, I am a mother after all, and winks, which I mean, tens across the board, no notes, like what an ideal way to take her power back. But tying it back to the comments, when she posted that snippet, JLo commented on that and said, savage. And so for us, it's like, oh, so JLo was having the same exact reaction we did to Kiki Palmer doing this completely savage move on her ex-boyfriend. It's like, that is the shit I love to see. Right. Because for a second, it's like, wait, JLo gets TMZ notifications. Like, yes, of course, there's always <laughs> there's always the understanding of like, oh, well, JLo and Kiki were co-stars and hustlers. They probably remained in touch. Kiki could have spoken to her. Yeah, you could take that long-winded approach to the way that celebrities personally know each other. But there is something that hits really hard when it's a celebrity that is responding to a news story and you get the feeling that it's not just like, oh, they know the person. They are consuming it in the same way that we are, whether that's the case or not. And just to take that a step further, which is like so not the point, but I just think it's an interesting perspective. POV, you are Darius Jackson, Kiki's ex-boyfriend, the father of her child. And not only does she take what was intended to you to be this very public shaming and capitalize on it, have this viral moment, but JLo also thinks you're a jackass. Like in a hypothetical world that Darius Jackson is scrolling through Instagram and we just so happen to come up on his explore page and he happens to see that JLo is commenting savage on Kiki's post. It's like, wow, I really fucked up. Right. It's like, imagine being a fucking asshole and then also JLo has something to say about it. Like that's, that's niche. That's niche. That's, that is not a spot you want to find yourself in. Wait, also while we're on the topic of JLo, <laughs> I will never not find a way to go. And while we're on the topic of JLo, we could be talking <laughs> about anything and I'll bring it back. But while we're on the topic of JLo, can we just talk about her celebrating one year with Ben Affleck? Like that feels so major to me. Talk about a time I wanted a fucking comment. The shit I would have done for a Ben Affleck comment on that. I know. You know what it is? It also reminds me of like when they were first dating, every single person and celebrity was in on how exciting of a pop culture moment that was. Like I remember we had posted a comment from their first red carpet appearance. And Gwyneth Paltrow, who is Ben Affleck's ex, commented and was like, so excited about seeing the two of them together again. Which like, I got because so were we. That's exactly, that is exactly JLo Kiki vibes. It's like, yes, you get this. You are receiving this in the way that we are. It's so hard to like communicate that to somebody who doesn't care about pop culture because like if you're trying to explain that point, it's like, well, why do you care if they care? It's like, I can't really explain why I care that they care, but I do. Oh, I do so much. It's one of my favorite things in the entire world is like, in terms of the comment, it, again, it's like, we love seeing the way that celebrities interact. We love seeing the way they interact with each other. We love seeing them be funny. All of those things that we just said, but more than anything else, it's just like when a, 
not to be corny here, but like literally the account <laughs> tagline is like, even famous people love famous people. Like that was what it was born off of. Like the idea that celebrities are as involved in celebrity culture from a fan or an observational perspective as the rest of us are, there's nothing more exciting than that. And you know what it is too, that's like so reminiscent of that, that's not even common or social media based. Look at Taylor Swift and Beyonce's tours to see every single celebrity in the audience going out of their way to be in attendance, knowing what a piece of history it is, wanting to be there, wanting to see them perform, being fucking fans of them. Yes, of course, there are, you know, friends of them that attend the concert. But when you're there, you're a fan first and a friend second. And so Absolutely. I think this has been the entire summer of just celebrities loving other celebrities. Right. Like Channing Tatum at the Taylor Swift concert with sparkles on his face. Yes, he is friends with her. He was just with her this past weekend at Jack Antonoff's wedding. But when he's in the crowd, he has sparkles on his face, bracelets up to his elbow. As you said, he is a fan first. And I actually thought what you were going to mention on the concept of just like celebrities loving celebrities, because there is no one that represents that more than Jennifer Lawrence was your little run in last night. I saw Jennifer Lawrence eating dinner, which was a thrilling experience. She has been a bucket list spotting for me, I would say, because I know that she lives in the neighborhood. And I walked by her with To Die For by Addison Rae playing in my ears. And I thought to myself, you know what? This is what life is about. And then just a few mere moments later. Wait, I didn't even tell you this. I know you're, what you're referencing is the fact that like 10 minutes later, I then saw Sarah Jessica Parker at Cinderella. <laughs> but I didn't even tell you what happened, which was I'm in Cinderella and I walk in with like, I have no idea what I want to eat, right? Like, I'm just like hungry and I'm like, I'm trying to find something to eat. And I didn't want to do a whole grocery shops, but I was like completely undecided in what I wanted. And Cinderella is not a big grocery store. So I'm walking around trying to figure out what I want. And as soon as I walk into Cinderella, I see Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm like, well, that's kind of crazy. But then because Cinderella is so not big, every single time I like was trying to focus on what I wanted to eat and where I wanted to go and what section of the grocery store I wanted to walk into. Like she happened to be there. <laughs> and so like, I kept getting really self-conscious that she was going to think I was following her around when in reality, I was just like hungry and didn't know what I wanted to eat. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll go to the prepared food. Oh, maybe I'll go to the sushi section. Oh, maybe I'll go to the cheese. I'm like, why does she keep being here? Like, I just like, she's going to think I'm following her and I'm just like being indecisive. <laughs> and so I, I just walked out of Cinderella with nothing in my hand because I was too overwhelmed by the idea of Sarah Jessica Parker thinking that I was following her around. <laughs> I mean, that is. So that is so funny. Out of, out of curiosity, do you, what was she buying? Could you see? Uh, yeah, she had those, you know, those long crackers, like the rosemary ones. Yeah, she was getting those. And I think she had like a hummus, maybe a cheese. I, I don't know. It was just like she was she was then checking out when I left. And so I had to walk by her again because you know how you have to like go by checkout to get to the exit. So it was like my seventh time walking past her. I was like, <laughs> I have to get out of here. I was like, I wanted to be like, I swear this one was like actually me leaving. I very much could see her putting together just a gorgeous spread. Something that's funny about Sarah Jessica Parker too is that she has such a friend group that you're so aware of, like the Andy Cohen, the Anderson, like all of them are such good friends and they post about being a friend group where like when you see her buying crackers and cheese, you're like, oh, I like have a very good idea of who you're hosting at your house tonight. Right. You're like, it is very possible that that herbed goat cheese is going to be consumed by the likes of Andy and Anderson in about four hours over a Scrabble night. Right, exactly, which is like yeah. such a weird insight to have. It's like, when, I, I didn't mean to have that information. When was the other time that something very similar to that happened? We were together and- Hugh Jackman. We, oh my God, did we ever tell this story on the podcast? Not that it's like a story, but did we ever say this? I don't think we did. 
No, I think we said we were going to, and then we never spoke about it. Okay. So a few weeks ago, Julie and I are walking downtown on Madison and we're like in the middle of some very intense conversation. And all of a sudden this guy walks past us in front of us, passes me on the left. He's like very tall. He's wearing a mask and a tote bag, but we both just like did a double take and we look at each other and we're like, was that? was that? I'm like, Hugh Jackman? She was like, yeah, I think so. I'm like, wait, let's see. So we keep walking straight because we were planning on taking Madison the entire way down. And he just so happens to keep walking straight. So we're now probably five blocks in with Hugh Jackman. At this point, we're like, okay, this is definitely Hugh Jackman. He definitely thinks that we're following him, but we just so happened to be walking in the exact same direction. And the funniest thing that happened was that every block or so, because he was walking in front of us, we would see people pass him and do the exact same thing we did of like turn back around, look at each other and be like, wait, was that? To the point where there were a few times we turn around like, yes, it, it is Hugh Jackman. You're not going crazy. So for probably what, 40 blocks, we are just walking next to Hugh Jackman and watching people realize that it's Hugh Jackman. And it, it just like became the funniest bit of like, oh, here's our little stroll, buddy. <laughs> And then we would like fall back, but then like the light would hit. So we'd have to wait at the crosswalk with Hugh Jackman. And then we would like stand a little far back. We're like, well, he's going to think we're following him. We've like been, nobody, nobody walks down Madison this long. And then they hit a point where we're like, I know why we're walking down Madison this long. Like, why are you Hugh Jackman also walking down Madison this long? But I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I was walking down the street with a celebrity. First of all, as simultaneously recognizable and because he was in a mask as unrecognizable as Hugh Jackman. So to see everybody turn and look and figure out that it was him, that's never happened to me before. Like I've had it happen where I've walked past celebrity and like maybe one other person was standing by me and they did the double take too. But to see like, and it probably had to be like 30 to 40 people do that exact same double take of trying to figure like, is that, is that Wolverine? Like it was so funny. Well, that just became our joke. We're like, oh, just us strolling with the greatest showman. Like I'm not exaggerating when I tell you guys, this probably went on for what, 30 minutes. Like this was not a, this was not a three minute thing. We just so happened to be on the exact same route as Hugh Jackman. And by the way, talk about tall. I mean, Jeremy Allen White could never, he's at least six two. He's tall. He's built. He's built, like he was hot. I was like, whoa, like I know everyone says it, but I hadn't really, <laughs> I hadn't really observed him for that long. That was also one that I loved because not only was it a celebrity, but it was my other favorite thing, which is just overwhelming New York camaraderie where like nobody says anything to each other. Everybody is just experiencing the same thing at the same time though. Well, that one girl I had to say something to because I saw that she was being gaslit by her boyfriend where she was like, it was that? And he was like, no, 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 no. And she kept turning around and he kept like shaking his head. And I was like, that is Hugh Jackman and she is right. <laughs> That's a mitzvah, by the way. I think you can tell when somebody is so, first of all, here's my thing. If you are a celebrity or let's not even go as far as to say celebrity, this does not apply to Hugh Jackman, by the way. I think we've all been in a circumstance or most of us have been where you see somebody in public and they look so overwhelmingly familiar to you. And it literally could be somebody that was in a commercial or it could be somebody who had a small role in something where like you can't place them, but you know, you know them and it's driving you crazy. Like if you are that level of celebrity, you should just turn around and be like, yeah, you know me from that one thing, of course. It's going to drive yes. you crazy the rest of the day. And I would rather just have this, have you not have the rest of the day thinking about where you know this random person from? It is one of the more frustrating feelings. And also because 99% of the time, specifically if you're alone, when you see the person, you can't communicate what you saw. Like, how do you describe that? It's so frustrating. And it has happened to me so many times where I've spent the entire day being like, 
who the fuck was that? And there's no way to figure it out. You you can't Google like, who did I see on the street that looks like a character that like, I can kind of picture the scene that they're in where they do this one thing. Like you, you, you just like have to sit with the fact that you'll never know. Yeah. And it's a very uncomfortable way to sit with. And if you're lucky enough, it'll come to you in a dream. But if you're really lucky, you will have two girls who have also been following Hugh Jackman for 45 blocks and can turn around and ensure that you were correct. And your boyfriend is a dick for making you think that you aren't. I bet that that is something that they bring up in their relationship a lot. Like anytime he says something that's wrong, it's like, well, of course I can't trust you. You didn't think that was Hugh Jackman. (laughs) Okay, so imagine these softest sheets you've ever felt. And now imagine them getting even softer with every wash. Told you guys about this company before, but I'm going to tell you again. And I'm honestly not going to stop telling you because they are the best sheets on the market. In a recent customer survey, 96% said that Bowen brand sheets get softer with every wash, which I didn't take that survey, but if I did, I would have been in the 96% because I am telling you, it's like you've tried them at first and you can't believe that they could get softer and then they just continually do. A lot of things I like about this company, first of all, they're made with the rarest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. Second of all, they're buttery soft, but also breathable. So they kind of work in any season. They have over 11,000 reviews, 30-night worry-free guarantee, so you can wash style and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. Their signature sheets come in 13 versatile colors in all sizes. So from twin up to California king, I have them in the color stone. I have the color mineral. I have waffle blanket. Like I got a lot of things from this company and everything is just quality. I so badly need you to try them so that you can understand what I mean. I'm telling you, I've gotten these as gifts for so many people and everyone I know is hooked. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bull & Branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code CBC at BullAndBranch.com. That's Bull & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com, promo code is CBC. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, so there's certainly something going on with Scooter Braun here. I want to go back to Friday for a second when reports started swirling that he and Justin Bieber had parted ways. There was no official confirmation. And later, Page Six reported that those rumors were untrue. Reps for both parties confirmed that they hadn't split. As we know, Scooter discovered Bieber back in 2007 from a YouTube video he signed him when he was 13. Like That partnership has been very well known and seemingly very solid for years now. Then yesterday, it was announced that Demi Lovato will be parting ways with him after four years of working together. And then on Monday night, it was reported that Ariana Grande will also be parting ways with him. This was confirmed by Billboard. They've been together since 2013 and Demi signed with him in 2019. So I mean, these are two separate conversations, the Ariana and Demi conversation and the Justin conversation. However, the Ariana and Demi news certainly seems to give a little bit more legitimacy to the Bieber rumors. I would say that I personally have been hearing whispers about the Bieber rumors for a very long time now. I mean, listen, when you think about Justin and Scooter's relationship, they had been by each other's side for years and years. I mean, that was Scooter's start. He discovered Bieber. It was Bieber's start. They had always spoken, obviously, so highly of each other and really made it known to the public 
the way in which they had changed the other's life. It has been pretty radio silent for, I would say, a year now. And in that time of a year span, there has been a lot of whisperings that Justin was leaving. And when the page six report came out denying that Justin was leaving after the initial report came out that he was, the things that were being said and the whispers that were still going on was that this is 100% still in the works that Justin and Scooter are parting ways. It just maybe isn't 100% official yet. Yeah, I mean, this is like one of those where I'm so frustrated to not know more. As simply put as that, you know what I mean? Like I just want to know every single inner working of what's going on here. I want to know the last meeting that happened between him and Demi, the last meeting that happened between him and Ariana, how long this has potentially been building. Like, I know we hear things internally, but I've never really had someone lay it out to me so clearly of exactly what's going on. I so agree. The reason that I'm not as overly frustrated by it right now is because that's an answer we'll get. You don't have this kind of mass exodus of your three biggest artists or potentially two of your three biggest artists, and then maybe your third top, top, top major career artist without there being something really major going on. And when there's something really major going on in that sort of a way, it always comes to light because I hate to say it, but usually there are some legal ramifications that are going on there. Well, Jay Balvin was kind of one of the first big ones to leave. This was back in May. He left Scooter to go to Rock Nation, who was just Jay-Z's entertainment agency. But he still has, you know, Carly Rae Jepsen, Ava Max, Black Eyed Peas, Quavo, Dan and Shay, Hilary Duff, Ashley Graham. It's not to say he has no clients and no A-list clients. I mean, he's doing fine. But Ariana and Demi, even forgetting about Justin, like, those are huge. Those are absolutely huge people to leave. Yeah. I mean, and listen, Demi, I think, is someone who was with Scooter not for a long time. They signed together in 2019. So it hasn't been this extremely longstanding relationship. But Ariana's been with Scooter since 2013, since the beginning of Ariana's singing career. And so to make a move like that after such an extended period of time working together and such a major career that has been built— You know, that just doesn't happen on a fluke. That doesn't just happen because you wake up one day and you're like, you know, I'm kind of seeking new management. Like there's something much, much bigger going on behind the scenes. And also keeping in mind with Scooter that it's been four years now since everything went down with him and Taylor, where I think that if people were kind of just going to move on for the sake of maybe Scooter's reputation or maybe not wanting to be as associated with him, it would have happened a lot closer to that major event. Four years after the fact kind of feels like its own thing now. Right. Which is like exactly what I was saying earlier. What is that? Because it, it was something. It do, this doesn't just happen. It doesn't, doesn't work like that. It'll come out. No, I know. I'm just being kind of impatient. Although if and when Bieber does get announced, that's, that's a whole different story. I mean, the Bieber scooter story is like one of the music industry stories. So it'll be very fascinating. I think that if you haven't heard the whisperings for a little bit of time, which like a lot of people haven't. I've seen a lot of things on like kind of like Stan Bieber Twitter, which I get fed a lot whispering about it. I see, you know, I've heard it from people who work in the industry talking about the music side of things. But I think if you're just somebody who peripherally knows the relationship between Justin and Scooter and you know the journey they've been on and you know the way that, I mean, Scooter literally discovered Bieber off of a music video when he was 13 years old, flew him out to meet Usher. They signed together. They have Uh, created a legacy for Bieber together, truly. And so to hear that they are 
parting ways, I think would be really shocking to you if you haven't heard an update on that in a while or haven't heard any sort of rumblings. Yeah, no, no, totally. I mean, we will definitely keep everyone posted and very curious to see how this plays out. Okay, so one thing about me, I'm going to get my food delivered. It kind of just falls under the general umbrella of convenience, which as we know is a core principle of my life. And I've been a DoorDash user for a while now, as I'm sure many of you are, but I specifically want to talk to you about DashPass because it's kind of really the way you get the most from delivery, which as a side note, if you use code CBC24, you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for DashPass. But let's zoom in for a second on what DashPass is. Basically, it's the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door. So it's helping you save money and time with every DoorDash order. And number one, $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders. So it makes it really easy to save on groceries, retail items, restaurants, all of your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. And then this is the thing that really sold me. DashPass pays for itself on average in two orders. So it makes delivery even more worth it. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions, member-only menu items, all for only $9.99 a month. Get more from delivery for less. Sign up for DashPass today only on DoorDash. Use code CBC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for DashPass. Subject to change, terms apply. Let's talk about something near and dear to our hearts, our furry companions. Life is full of unexpected twists, just like the ones we love to uncover about our favorite celebs. But sometimes those twists involve our four-legged friends. Imagine navigating the unpredictable world of pet parenthood where every day is a new adventure. Our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, wants to share a message to help make sure you're prepared for any unexpected curveballs, whether it's a sudden illness or an unplanned trip to the vet. Spot Pet Insurance can be your secret weapon against the unexpected. With Spot, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills, helping you with those surprising expenses that seem to pop up when you least expect them. But wait, there's more. Spot Pet Insurance plans go beyond just offering coverage for accidents and illnesses. You can enhance your plan with their preventive care benefit, ensuring that routine wellness, vaccines, and more can be covered too. Head over to spotpet.com today to get a quote instantly. Trust us, it's the easiest thing you'll do to help secure the well-being of your dog or cat. Visit www.spotpet.com today. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductible, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com slash sample hyphen policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. As I'm sure you all have heard by now, Britney Spears and her husband, Sam Asghari, are getting divorced. The way this kind of played out was interesting because the first report is on Wednesday from TMZ saying Britney Spears splits with husband headed for divorce. And just a few hours later, he officially filed and that report came out. Sam Asghari has wasted no time after TMZ broke the story he and Britney separated. He's filed for divorce from his wife of 14 months. Sam cited the usual irreconcilable differences as the reason for ending the marriage. He's asking for spousal support and attorney fees. Sam's lawyer, Neil Hirsch, is making rumblings that Sam will contest the prenup. It's highly unlikely the prenup would be declared invalid by a judge, but the reality is it's not about going to court. As one source with direct knowledge told TMZ, Brittany will write a check to Sam and that will be the end of it. Keep in mind, on the divorce filings, he lists their date of separation as July 28th. They both then release statements, him on Instagram story, her on Instagram grid two days later on the 18th. And it's just gotten progressively messier from there. Not to say any of this is overly surprising. I mean, 
They got married a little bit over a year ago, June 9th of last year, but they met for the first time in 2016 on the set of her Slumber Party music video. So they've been at least publicly together for the last six or so years, but there was always something that just felt a little bit off here. And for it to play out like this is sad, but I would be lying if I said shocking. Never trusted this guy. I don't think anybody did. I don't think anybody was sitting here being like, oh yeah, we we really trust this. But I think that the thing with Brittany and watching her go through what she has gone through over the past years, you kind of wanted to ignore your own intuition of what you could and couldn't trust for the sake of supporting her and wanting her to be happy. But it was always a difficult thing to kind of watch. And so, yeah, like you said, none of this is overly surprising. I think it's a hard thing to see because the one thing that you've kind of unfortunately come to understand about Brittany and the situation that she's in is that there aren't a lot of people in her corner and there aren't a lot of people who are there protecting her and looking out for her. And so the idea of her now having to go through a divorce with her husband, who she can now throw into that same category is just upsetting to watch. Yeah. I mean, we're just going to have to see how this plays out. Obviously there is a prenup in place, but I would have to imagine it will end up that she pays him a certain sum of money to kind of end it there and not have this go into a real trial. Yeah, and also for the pure fact that she just spent she spent enough time in court. Like, I would hate to see her go through more legal proceedings and it's so draining. You just don't want that to happen. I think that what, what happens sometimes with all of this Britney Spears stuff is that like, it is the public default to just want to be so happy for her, specifically knowing what she went through. And so last year when she's getting married and she has what she is describing as this fairy tale wedding, you want to be happy for her. And nothing technically has happened with him for us to be thinking otherwise. So you want to just be able to go into that space of like, she seems so happy. She deserves this specifically after what she went through. Like, Let's just follow that. But you always have this thing in the back of your head. So when then a divorce is announced, you don't want to go into the automatic of like, well, yeah, no shit, something like that was happening because you want to be able to exist in that space with her. But of course you also have this side to you that's like, yeah, I mean, we all knew this wasn't headed for a solid place. It's like an internal battle you kind of have to do within yourself of wanting to be realistic, yet also wanting to live in the celebration of her life that it seems she's living in. I think that's exactly it. I also think that with this entire thing, the timing was always a little suspect. Yes, they had been dating for a long time. They'd been together for six years. But when that engagement happened, it was in the midst of this conservatorship battle. I mean, when Jamie Spears finally filed the petition to end the conservatorship, that was in September. It was five days later that Sam proposed to Brittany. It wasn't until November that the conservatorship was officially suspended, but when it looked like it was going to be, and when it was headed in the direction of Brittany is finally going to be free, and by free, we mean in control of her own finances, that is when he then proposed to her. And so the timing of everything from the beginning always just felt very off. I think that's part of the reason why people had that feeling of like, something something doesn't feel right here. And now we're not surprised that it wasn't. A lot of it just came from the logistics of the situation, I think. It's just one of those things you hate to be right about, you know? Yeah. I would have it's, preferred to be wrong. Totally. Exactly. I knew I wasn't going to be, but I would have preferred to be. Exactly. It's just one of those things. And, and we see that a lot with celebrities that you are unconditionally rooting for while acknowledging some of the other things that are taking place. And that kind of falls under this category, but we will certainly see how this plays out and obviously keep you guys updated. (music) 
when on the hunt for a new apartment, we obviously all have things that are kind of non-negotiables for us. I would say for me, top of that list is probably natural light. Just because I know myself, I know I'm more productive throughout the day. I'm honestly just happier throughout the day when I'm getting a lot of natural light. And it's important to know what you want and then really to be able to get that. You know, this is your space that you're living in. So apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools to help find a rental listing that checks all your specific unique boxes. So first of all, they have 3D virtual tours. So when you can't be there in person, you can take a tour of your possible future home, which is huge because it's one thing for someone to send you photos or to tell you about it, but really to be able to do kind of a virtual walkthrough to me is huge. Also, apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet, and they have amenity filters. So you can make sure your possible future home has all the amenities you need, whether that's in-unit washer, dryer, air conditioning, dishwasher, balcony. For me, in my next place, in-unit washer, dryer is like, hands down, very, very high. So visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. I came to the realization recently that I was just like desperately in need of a closet clean out because you know when you're getting ready and you just can't find anything, you have so many things that you don't even wear that you can't find the stuff that you do wear and it's just like a chaotic and unenjoyable process. That was me. I'm still, to be honest with you, in the process of cleaning out, but One of the biggest game changers for me in this process has been finding just like high quality essentials that I can mix and match with anything so that I can have less things, but the things that I have, I can wear with a lot. And I've told you guys about them before, but I think that Quince is one of the best at this in terms of just finding the high quality affordable pieces. And they have a lot of really great sweaters. I love their Mongolian cashmere oversized boyfriend cardigans. I just find them to be so comfortable. I have them in a bunch of colors. They also have washable silk tops, which are amazing, like really easy, comfortable, high quality throw-ons that you can wear for so many different occasions. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So the way that it works is by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and then passes that savings onto us, which is kind of like best case scenario for all involved. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash CBC for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash CBC to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash CBC. You know, not that this is like really anything worth speaking of because I feel like every week we're reading these updates that kind of no one asked for and like don't really seem to have any depth to them. But again, another vague source quote to Entertainment Tonight last week that says, Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet are keeping relationship, quote, low-key amid busy schedules. Kylie and Timothy are still seeing each other when they can. Kylie's busy with work and traveling a lot, but they make time for each other when it works and both like each other. They're keeping things low-key and chill for now, but get along great and have fun together. (laughs) I'm like, okay, great. So, so happy for you guys. (laughs) Like, what do you want me to do with that? It's the same quote every single time, though. That's what's also so weird about it. Like, we know these source quotes are coming from inside the house. Like, they're all to ET. They're all basically saying the exact same thing and keeping this rumor of the relationship alive so it stays relevant enough that people are talking about it, but not giving us much else. But I just feel like if you're going to keep giving these source quotes, then like, can't, can we get a little something else? They are the, they are the exact same thing every single time. They are seeing each other when they can. They like each other. Kylie is a mom and that is her priority and she is working hard and the relationship is going smooth. Like, I don't need the same quote 87 times. It's just like hilarious. Like at this point, it's, so we are obviously not these people because 
we are deeply interested. But you know, when something like this happens and, and people will tweet, like everything I've learned about Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet, I've learned against my will. I really get that. Like, I really get that for those people because this truly is against your will. You don't have to be looking for this information for it to be publicized and then fed to you in the form of a tweet disguised as some serious breaking news. But at least usually when that saying comes into play where everything I learned about blank has been against my will, it's because like you're getting such an overwhelming amount of information and content of them. Like prime, prime, prime example of a couple like that is like everything that I have learned about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly has been against my will. Like that is, if I had to pick one celebrity couple as the example of it, it is them. With Kylie and Timothy, it's like, Everything, not me. I, none of, no, by the way, no one is against my will. Yeah. Everything is literally my will. Everything is like me sitting at night manifesting the will of, of getting more information. But if I'm somebody where it's like, it's against my will, with Kylie and Timothy, if it's against my will, it's like everything I learned about them has all been the exact same thing. I haven't learned anything new in, in five months. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, thank you guys for the monthly updates. See you again in about four weeks, same time, same place. Right. It's like, it's not everything I've learned. It's the one thing that I've learned. The one thing that I keep continuing to learn. And then even when they're both posting, where it's like Kylie posts these gorgeous pictures of her in, I think, Italy. I think it's on the trip with her and Chris and Chloe, who, by the way, Chloe leaving the country was like such a big deal, low-key. True. And then Timothy posts kind of like a thirst trappy picture and in like a rocks lagoon of an undisclosed location. And then people are saying that it's the same location that Kylie is in or Kylie posted months ago in the water. Like, I don't know how to connect the dots of any of those things. Like I would love for somebody to really give me the proof of where they are together and the fact that they're on vacation, but like a photo of both of them that may be taken in a body of water that may or may not be the same is just, it's not enough for me. Like I know the internet is kind of trying to piece these things together because they are interested if it is true and going on. And to the extent that entertainment tonight keeps trying to convince us that it is, but like, it's not enough. Like these Instagrams are weirdly connected, but they're not enough. They're not enough for my likings. You know, that guy on TikTok that can take pretty much any photo and with just a small background and be able to on Google maps, like, have you ever seen these videos where like he shows you exactly where the photo was taken? Yes. It's like unbelievable. We need him on the case. Where is he? I don't know because I don't even know his handle. But if you are someone that knows him and wants to submit this Timothy photo for that type of analysis, obviously we'd be thrilled. And then I saw one tweet, which I sent to you, which I didn't see anywhere else. And it was like one person really passionately saying, like with a lot of conviction, that Kylie is at Timothy's grandparents' house in France. Like, where did you guys get that from? Because if it's true, like that is the information that I want. But like, how did you guys like even remotely discover that? I'm not saying that's not true because I genuinely have zero idea. Although it, I feel like would make more sense that he somehow is with them in Italy. Like the photos that she posted of her, Chloe, Chris, Carter, Victoria, all making pasta. Is there a hypothetical world that Timothy is also cranking out tortellini and we're just not seeing it? I don't know. I don't know. There's no part of me that was like, to me, they just posted pictures at the same time and they happen to both be on vacation. It's literally nothing to do with each other. And by the way, I am the first one to try and make like a link and a jump. Like I'm so thrilled to do that. And if you give me the slightest piece of information that can connect those two things, I am the first one to believe it without further research. This is just one where I'm like, are we all just reaching here? Like, are we all just like, I don't know, because 
The thing with the Entertainment Tonight quotes is like, I believe that they are together. I believe that they are seeing each other in some capacity because otherwise the Kardashian-Jenner camp wouldn't keep feeding me these source quotes. It's just like, I don't know why I'm so frustrated by it. It's like, do you think I'm dumb? Like either give me something or don't give me anything. But I I can't deal with this in-between period anymore. Yeah, we are definitely in this in-between period. And I personally would like to remove myself from limbo. I checked that comment section of both of them every single fucking second. I checked it about six times during this discussion because I was just like, could you imagine if while we're recording, we get a Kylie Jenner hard eyes of him in the lagoon? Well, because the other thing with a comment in that capacity would be for the most part, with celebrities confirming relationships in the comment section, it has been, we have seen them together. We have seen them in public. We know that they are together. And then they start commenting. And so it's kind of an Instagram official comment confirming the relationship. But we know that the relationship has been going on. If Kylie and Timothy commented on each other, that would be like big, big confirmation of a relationship that we still are not 100% sure about. No, I mean, forget about it. And by the way, to the people that would inevitably right in the comment section, like who even cares about this? It's like at a certain point, even those people do kind of care because at least it's giving us something tangible. At least if you are somebody that has been hearing about this couple against your will for the last however many months and just getting these vague source quotes, at least getting to see it in the flesh, that comment, you're like, okay, at least now I can move on knowing that the information is correct. Nothing, nothing makes me more angry than people who comment on pop culture accounts, reply to tweets of accounts they are following saying, who cares about this? It is still pop culture. You still are following a pop culture-based account. Evidently, on some level, you care about the general idea of it, even if you don't care about the specific person that they're talking about. It actually, and I think it's my biggest internet pet peeve. Well, just because there's such a simple fix. It's like, no one is forcing you to consume this. And if you don't care, I'm not judging you for not caring, just like I would hope you would not judge me for caring. But if having to see this is so intrusive to your mind, you don't have to follow. Like you're doing this to yourself. I hate when people feel as though you are putting it in their face and handing it to them as though they did not consent to this. Like you're you're actively choosing to follow an account. It's on you. It's on you. Yeah. Wow. Well, anything else you would like to mention about anything? I think that's it for today. I'm glad we got some of that comments feeling off our chest. It always feels good to talk about. It does. It always does. I do just want to say we are off all three episodes next week. I'll remind you guys again during the Bravo episode and the Kardashian episode. But again, we are off all three episodes next week. So just want to make that known. And we love you guys. And I'll see you later this week. So I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up. But specifically when I'm buying something or paying for a service, I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. For example, sneaky terms hidden in the fine print of contracts or bills that randomly go up without properly alerting you or budget airlines with cheap fares, but then exorbitant fees to make up for it elsewhere. And we just should not need to be dealing with this type of yada yada in our lives. And yes, you could read every single word of every single contract and that's one way of avoiding it. Or you can go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile that helps you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada, which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like you shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. 
Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide.